Hello, and welcome to Written by the Rest, the podcast that makes you ask the question, how long will it take them to just give up and do a World War II episode? Not long, it seems. Welcome to our first World War II episode. I'm here, as always, with my friend, confidant, guest, YouTuber, and friend, Samuel Nicholson. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining me, as always. Sam, how do you feel about alternative history? I'm not sure I have strong feelings on it either way. Huh. Strange. I do. I have very strong feelings on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I want to talk about alternative history. I mean, it's effectively (laughs) fantasy, isn't it? Hmm. I mean, we're going to still learn something today, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to throw these in um, occasionally for fun. I like alt history myself. Um, Makes me think uh, that things could be worse. Yeah, I think um, things can change on a dime, can't they? I think it's it's the butterfly effect that's quite interesting to think about. Yeah, and things could be worse. Which mm. let, let's face it, right now we all need a bit of that. We do. We get out. We can escape this dystopia. Yeah. And enter another one. We all need to feel like it could have been a much worse dystopia. Exactly. And that we're quite lucky. To not be in that worst dystopia. Exactly. Yeah, we're all looking. <laughs> it's like we're in the Hunger Games when we could be in The Walking Dead. We yeah. think ourselves lucky that we're in the Hunger Games. Or in this case, war could have gone worse. So, j- just a few caveats before we start. I'm not a military historian, as you may have guessed. Um, I don't think you are either, Sam, unless uh, you're well. hiding. <laughs> you're hiding um, some credentials. No, I'm not. <clears throat> Very mm. much not a military historian. Okay, that's fine. That's or good. any kind of historian, actually. Well, that's fine. Like I say, as a, as an understanding of this, I'm as as a non-military historian, I'm not going to be throwing a lot of numbers out there. I'm not going to be talking about troop movements or exact dates <laughs> because everything has a knock-on effect. And I did go down a lot of rabbit holes mm. researching this episode, if I'm honest, and I kind of had to rein myself in. Um, so, yeah. We're going to simplify things a little bit for people. So today, we are going to ask the question, what if Spain had joined the Axis powers during World War II? It's a juicy one. It's a juicy one. I'm excited. This is going to be fun. Um, So, yeah. World War II. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of it? Once or twice? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think the name's very descriptive, if I'm honest. Um, For one, the entire world wasn't involved. No. No. it implies there was a sequel to <laughs> a previous war. And if anything, sequels are usually worse, but World War Two, in a lot of ways was better, wasn't it? I, yeah, I think it was a rare... It's a Terminator 2. It is a Terminator 2. It's yeah. a Terminator 2 of wars. Yeah. And I, I think we're, we're onto something with this one. So we're going to run some parallels uh, at the beginning before kind of diverging into this new timeline. Mm-hmm. Sam, you don't know where I'm going with this at all, so, you know, some curveballs for you, potentially. Yeah, I'm going blind. But I want you to have your thoughts on it. It's just like my A-levels, once again. <laughs> just like history at GCSE <laughs> that I didn't take. So, it's October 6, 1939. Morning. Yeah. Uh, chilly. It's uh, it's a little drizzly. You know, yeah. you probably need a light coat. Bit of mizzle. Bit of mizzle. Um, but not enough to, you know, you don't need a raincoat, just like a light right. jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like an aviator jacket, perhaps. Yeah. Hitler invades Poland. Dickhead. <laughs> right. He said he wouldn't as well. No, no, he did. Um, and everything we know next happens. The invasion of France, a bunch of other places, the domino effect of various countries declaring war on Germany, and boom, World War Two Done. Mm-hmm. Y- 
you're there. Yeah. Nothing else to think about here. Uh, (laughs) So Spain and the rest of the world obviously watches on under the leadership of fascist dictator Francisco Franco. Yes. Um, He's just taken power the same year. Um, He kicked out the royal family, which, you know, on paper isn't a bad idea. Uh, It's been done before. It's been done before. It'll be done again, hopefully. (laughs) Uh, They're still recovering from the fallout of the Civil War after overthrowing those nationalists. Um, They're pretty fucked up. Um, I mean, most wars are. I think you'd agree. Yeah, they're probably not very conducive to a successful country, are they? No, not right now, at least. Um, But yeah, I... That is kind of one of the reasons they didn't want to enter the war. Um, however, interesting fact: Franco was supported by the Nazis. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was given like munitions and uh, like weapons and things to fight his war. So wasn't you know, it's fascists helping fascists. Wasn't he also given that by us to stop him joining the Nazis? Um, I don't know if he was given weapons specifically um, during during. They so were definitely funded by <clears throat> the sort of Western European nations. So yeah, so basically, point, what right? happened was. <laughs> Uh, to again shorten this down quite a lot, Spain were given a lot of money mm-hmm. during just before and during the, the the World War. Yeah. To basically keep out of it, it was a bribe. It was a bribe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Franco, you know, do you want to stay out? I'll, I'll <laughs> give you a bung. I think it was yeah. like they got a lot of money. They got millions and millions of pounds. I mean, yeah, to not join the opposing faction of a world war. Yeah. It's quite a big ticket item, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, to be fair though, that I mean, the 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 civil war that they had did. Fuel like two hundred thousand deaths. Yeah. Um, but like I say, it's it's fascists helping fascists, which oh, isn't that nice. Yeah, there's still statues to Franco in, in Madrid. Is there? I did mm. not know that. There yeah. you go. Something new for everyone to mm. learn. So the big question here is why didn't Spain enter the war? Now, obviously, one of those reasons is they had a civil war, and you know they were killing each other for three years. Yeah. They're tired. Everyone's tired. Wars are tiring, I've heard. I've not been in one personally. No, no, no. Um, and I highly suspect that Franco is probably pretty knackered. Yeah? Yeah. You win a civil war, then you've got to run the country. Well, plus, you've just won your civil war and got what you want. Do you then want to go into a different war and risk losing what you've just won? You, you know what? It's like you read the script. You haven't, but it's like no, you did. Could be, well, this is another reason. They've got territory to hold. Mm. But Spain doesn't have an an awesome amount at this point i think they have they have the canaries they have spanish morocco um i think there's probably some other areas that i'm forgetting about he he probably had half an eye on portugal too didn't he let's be honest because that's kind of what the spanish wanted a long time ago yeah it's i wouldn't be surprised if that was something they wanted i mean portugal also um a fascist state at this point uh, led by salazar Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's that's one of the reasons another one as well is that they they relied quite heavily on u.s imports at the time um and like again you've just finished a civil war you're probably not going to have you're not going to be flush with cash no or men um so in the real timeline hitler does try his luck um to get franco on board as a member of the fascist club you'd think he'd probably be a slam dunk surely you expect so, um, but for the reasons above, uh, amongst a few others, he, yeah, he wasn't feeling it. He wasn't vibing. Do they meet in person? Do we know, or was it a message deal? Yeah, I, 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 they definitely had communication with each other, yeah. and they did meet once. I think officially, um, it was after the uh, after they took France after France fell. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where this divergence is going to happen. So I'll explain a little more about about that later as well, but. Another reason as well is that Franco actually didn't 
uh, he didn't really align with Hitler's ideologies, which, let's face it, were quite radical. They were a bit out there, weren't they? Different kind of fascist. They're different kind. Of, that's the thing. They're not all the same flavour. So, yeah. Um, he did try to negotiate with him. He, you know, he gave... He also... I mean, Franco also gave his people the choice of joining the war effort. Uh, it was something called the Blue Division, uh, which was purely set up to fight the Soviets on right. the front line. That happened, obviously, later on in the war when they invaded Russia. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. So ultimately, negotiations broke down. Franco demanded far too much, and Hitler just had enough. And he was like, you know what, man? Yeah, it's cool. You do you. You do you. Um, you, do you. I mean, mm. interesting, I've got, I've got a quote here. Hitler reportedly having a conversation with uh, Mussolini. He said, uh, quote, I would rather have four of my own teeth pulled than go through another meeting with that man again. Wow. Just four. Three is okay. <laughs> Five is unacceptable. Yeah, so it's safe to say in this timeline that they weren't exactly uh, best right. of friends. No. So, you got that, Sam? Just not feeling the war, not feeling the vibes, fair play. Just not into it. Get on with it. Yeah. So, let's discuss discuss Divergent then. So, let's just say in this timeline we have a more compliant Franco. Let's say that Hitler's continued to push. Maybe he's promised him a few extra you know, reasons, supplies, mm-hmm. some funding... Um, to join the Axis powers, uh, and a few other reasons why it might be in his best interest too. So we, you mentioned it, like maybe in this timeline he gets promised Portugal. Yeah, they're like, okay, you know what? Let's 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 make that a thing to do yeah, yeah. at some point. Um, even though we both know that Hitler never had any particular interest in places like Spain or Portugal. No, it was always the West for him. But in this case, let's just say he's he's probably lying. <laughs> yeah, and, and if if the war had gone his way, he'd probably have got there eventually. Yeah, potentially. I mean, if things had gone perfectly, why not? Mm. So, yeah, what we're going to say here then is he's, he's already promised him Gibraltar as well. This was That was something in the real timeline. He said if, if, if he joined, you could have Gibraltar. Yeah. It's on their doorstep. Um, and, and as we both know, like Spain hates that. 300 years of pain. Um, in fact, if you talk to a Spanish person and mention Gibraltar, uh, by law, they get to slap you. Is that a fact? Yeah, as an English person, yeah. That's wow. right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely 100% true. true. Yeah. No yeah, lies. I, I, I believe you. But in this case, like I say, he's going to promise him some additional supplies, German deployments. They're going to write off some debts because, like, Franco owed him money. Yeah. Like, this was a thing. Literally funded his war. Yeah, funded his war. So, yeah, he's going to get him on side and he's going to agree to join. Okay. So Franco continues down what he did in the real timeline and that's basically start his own propaganda machine. So he wants to get his people on side. Keep in mind, he's literally just grabbed power. He doesn't want to lose it. So he's yeah. he's going to get like uh, some very pro-fascist, pro-Hitler, I suppose. Yeah. Um, propaganda machine kind of kicking off, get the right sort of people in the right sort of positions. And yeah, that's going to help build up traction. So based on how the war was going uh, and when it might be an ideal time to enter, I'm going to say that Spain, for the first, say, year or so, keep mm-hmm. a pretty low profile. Because okay. a lot of people forget that the, the first year of war, actually not an awful lot happened. Obviously, Hitler invaded um, Poland, mm-hmm. and then there was the phony war. It was about eight months where not really much happened. I yeah. think there was an invasion of uh, Denmark. Fairly static, wasn't it? It was pretty, yeah, it was pretty static. So, as I've said above, Germany invade uh, Poland. They split that down the middle with the Ruskies. Uh, we have the phony war, uh, which lasts, like I said, about eight months or so. And everyone has a bit of time to prepare, get the house in order, yeah. make sure their dogs are being looked after. Chill out a bit. That kind of stuff. Watch a bit of telly. Watch a bit of telly, yeah. Put your feet up. Put your feet up, have a cup of tea, yeah. some biscuits. Wait for it all to blow over. Wait for it all to blow Or in this case, to join. <laughs> so, 
France falls to the Nazis on the 22nd of June 1940. I'm not changing that. That's just what happens. Yeah. Um, this gives, like I say, more time for negotiations, plans to be made. And by the beginning of 1941, Franco and Hitler meet in Hende on the French border mm -hmm. to make final agreements and basically just formalise it. Just say, like, right, this is what, what's going to happen next. Yeah. So the plan... Ooh, what is, is the plan? Is, 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 <clears throat> well, I'm going to tell you. Okay. So the plan is going to be a surprise attack at the tail end of January 1941. To reduce the ch chance of uh, news getting back to the Allies, they're going to mobilise quickly, they're going to coordinate with Germany, German and, and Spanish air support, they're going to get submarines, they're going to get ground forces, and they are going to surround Gibraltar. Okay. Ooh. So is, is, the, is the assumption here that the Allies don't know Spain have joined... The Axis. I mean, I'm doing it for flavour, but I'm probably going to say they will. But They'd find out. They'd probably they? find out, yeah. but I'm going to say that they're, they're definitely keeping a low profile for right, the first okay. year or so. Um, but yeah, Gibraltar, that's what they're all about. Obviously. It was a strategic point, wasn't it? Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of really good reasons mm. why you would go for Gibraltar. One, it's strategic. You've already said it. It's the access nice way to weather. the Mediterranean. Nice weather. Yeah. It's got a lot of monkeys. Yeah. Um, steal shit for you. Steal shit for you. Uh, but like, one of the one of the main reasons as well is it's it's actually an easy target. When you think about it, if, if you ever get chance, by the way, folks, to look at this, look at the map. Gibraltar is like a tiny little rock at the mm -hmm. edge of Spain. It's surrounded from the from the uh, west. Um, you've got then obviously it's land bordered with Spain. Yeah, you're surrounded. So this is what they do in this 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 um, this scenario. Now. In this modified, this is going to be a modified version of a real operation called Operation Felix. Right. So a little bit of detail on Operation Felix. There was originally going to be an invasion of Spain with the end goal of taking Gibraltar. Now this obviously doesn't happen because they're on side. So they basically go ahead with this. They they allow German forces to go through Spain. Okay, so they're not only <clears throat> joining the war, mm. they're allowing Germany to effectively base operation. Well, an operation out of Spain. Yeah, okay. yeah. So they're going to get support from the Germans <laughs> in this one. The Spain are going to kind of bring up the rear. No, I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't know. They're going to they're going to be helping out with this yeah. kind of thing. Um, and obviously, this didn't happen because they were neutral, so they weren't invaded. So here we are. We we know that the real timeline. This is what Hermann Göring also wanted. He always wanted Gibraltar because it was strategically placed. It was an outpost. Mm -hmm. It would cut off uh, Britain from the rest of the Med and North Africa. Um, and Britain, actually at the time, and, and actually this is probably a podcast for another day, but um, Gibraltar had some really cool things set up. So they, they actually they built tunnels right. that people could live in, like literally live in for years. Right. Unfortunately, though, this is happening too early on in the war. They haven't got all of this prepared. They've got a lot of men stationed there. Okay. I think it was, well, again, I'm not doing numbers, but I think it was like 30,000 men. There's a lot of people. Yeah. On that tiny rock, there's yeah, a yeah. lot of people Couldn't move, like sardines. Right. So, yeah, they, they did have countermeasures in place, but unfortunately they weren't really there at that time. It was right. too early. So in less than a few weeks, Britain unfortunately capitulates. They lose thousands of men in the process. And by the middle of February 1941, it was entirely under the control of Spanish and German forces. Boom. Okay. You've been invaded. Yeah. Um, they put up a good fight. I'm going to say here, I'm going to say that Spain suffered, German suffered, Germany suffered, and... The win due to British forces being pretty well dug in as well. Yeah. Um, they simply had numbers on their side, though, and, yeah, they, they lost. They lost the island. They were surrounded on this tiny rock. The, the support couldn't be brought to them quick enough. They lost. Okay. It's gone. This is a major blow to Britain. At this point, they're basically alone in the war. So uh, j just a quick getting everyone up to speed here. France is gone. 
Um, there's a bit of free France knocking about, but we won't go into that. Yeah, Britain it is just Britain in this war right now. America hasn't joined just yet, and it's it's a pretty crucial time. I mean, again, it's probably an episode for another day, but Churchill had a lot of pressure on him early on in the war to mm. actually surrender to Hitler. Well, not surrender, but make peace. Yeah, I, mean, I think it was almost a shock that something wasn't done at one point, wasn't it? Yeah. Especially before... Before Churchill came into power, especially when it was uh, Chamberlain, that they were very close to suing for peace. Yeah, yeah, and and, and I'm going to say that this situation in this alternative timeline uh, does not help the matter at all. Keep in mind that and get a little side piece here: the Channel Islands obviously get invaded as well. It's only about five months later, so they're yeah. losing territory here. So with Gibraltar taken, the Spanish are kind of <sighs> Spanish are actually in a bit of a weird situation because. Again, they don't have an awful lot of military might, but they're involved in the war now. They're they're, they're all in. Yeah, you know, they've got to they they've got to do they've got to do war. Yeah, from from my understanding of Spain at that point, they didn't have a big naval presence or a nope. particularly big air presence. Nope. So it would literally just be troops on the ground, wouldn't it? Yeah, they they do have a little bit of air. They do have a little bit of sea. Yeah, but it's not a lot. A lot of their stuff is quite outdated as well. Yeah. So I think that actually I think their planes were basically the same as the Italians, which right. were pretty awful. Okay. Um, so what I'm going to say now is I'm going to say that Spain, alongside obviously their German allies, they turn their attention to North Africa in the Mediterranean theatre. Um, as we know uh, at this point, Rommel's already entered with his uh, troops in North Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, Spain have Spanish Morocco. They need to look after that, so they'll have probably reinforced yeah. that and kept a lot of troops stationed there. And and that's what I'm probably going to say naturally is their next step. Portugal is forgotten about already. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that Hitler and even Franco probably aren't that bothered Just about leave, Portugal leave right it now. Alone. Just leave it. We'll yeah. we'll come back to it later. Yeah, yeah. We'll do it later. Yeah. Who cares? It's Portugal. You know, Spain's got the better weather. Um. <laughs> so. Britain retaliates quickly. Uh, they're being bombardment of Spain and Gibraltar. Uh, and the US will obviously cut off all trade with Spain. So mm-hmm. the embargo has begun. They expected this, obviously. Um, Portugal are getting pretty nervous, as you can imagine. The war is literally on their doorstep now. This was never the case originally. Um, but they continue to stay neutral, despite Britain's better efforts to get them to join. So I'm going to say in this alternative... refresh my memory. Portugal, Portugal never joined the war, did they? Mm-hmm. No. No, no, they never joined. They they stayed pretty neutral throughout. If anything, they were they were a bit of a hideaway for Jews escaping the war. Um, are, you, are you taking Portugal joining the war off the table as a result of Spain also joining the war? I'm going to say yeah. Okay. And the only reason being is that similar sort of reasons really is that Portugal don't Portugal actually have a really long history with Britain. Mm. Um, we've been allies at this point at least for like 400 years, yeah. and I don't think they want to ruin that. They don't want to mess that up. No, I mean, in terms of Portugal joining the Allies. I'm going to still say no, but I'm probably going to say that... Uh, we're going to touch on it a little okay. bit later yeah, on. Sorry, I think, ahead. Yeah, no, no, that's cool. That's fine. But I think they they will probably be a lot more open to helping the Allies. Yes, that's what I was thinking. So, yeah. So now we're in a position where Britain can no longer move its ships freely through the Strait of Gibraltar into the Mediterranean. Um, I'm going to say that they'll probably make some attempts, but don't really get very far with it. Yeah. And the losses are just unattainable, uh, unsustainable. Sorry, um, They'll have to redirect everything, or nearly everything, via the Horn of Africa, which, as you can imagine, is a pretty long yeah. trek. So that's going to be... Str- so for the likes of Egypt um, and Malta, um, they're going to be pretty well cut off right now. Mm-hmm. This will probably begin some sort of famine. We'll probably need to get rationing in sooner rather than later. Yeah, we're pretty well cut off, aren't we? Yeah. 
So the Axis, along with Spain, wants to push on the Suez Canal um, and take Egypt. Now this happens in real life, we all know this. Rommel, the desert fox, invades Egypt. He doesn't get that far mm -hmm. and he ends up getting pushed back. Um, what I'm going to say in this, I'm going to cop out a little bit. I'm going to say that not an awful lot changes here. I'm going to say that German, with a little bit of help from Spain, probably get a little bit further. Because their supplies are cut off, they're going to struggle a little bit more. Yeah. But I'm going to say it's going to end in a stalemate. They're not going to hit the Suez. So they don't take the Suez they Canal. They don't take the Suez Canal. They don't take Egypt. Because, okay. again, another thing that happens in, in the real time, and, in, and this one as well, is that Churchill essentially recruits from everyone in the Commonwealth. Like, there's Australians fighting in the, in North Africa. Yeah, yeah. Like, they get everyone in. They throw everything at the wall. Yeah, Egypt, sure. Egyptians are fighting everything. So what I'm going to say next is a little bit controversial, Sam. Oh, okay. So, okay. okay, prepare yourself. I'm going to say that they are actually going to draw their attention again. They're going to move their attention to Malta. Okay. So think about it. They've This is my logic. So they've taken Gibraltar. They've cut off Malta and, and Egypt to some extent at mm -hmm. least. Malta was never a massive strategic value early on in the war. But I'm going to say this has kind of put forced Britain's hand to use Malta a bit more. And in turn has caused the likes of Mussolini and Franco to go, hang on a minute. We should be taking Malta. Okay. That makes sense. So I'm going, to, I'm going to say that, and I'm going to say that they do a, a similar invasion to that that they did in Crete. So this is paratroopers. Malta mm -hmm. is a natural fortress. I've actually been to Malta. Yeah. So Malta, as you, as you may or may not know, took more of a pounding than Paris Hilton in her early 20s. Um, like I said, I know this because I went to Malta's <laughs> war music. I didn't go to Paris Hilton, no. She, she didn't return my letters. Um, <laughs> but I've been to their war music museum as a child, and I learned loads about it in the pictures and the raids and everything. Like Malta really like took one for the team. They, every, in fact, every single uh, citizen of Malta got a George Cross, like wow. an Iron Cross, really? at the end of the war because they fought so hard. Yeah. So, yeah, what's going to happen now then is obviously the timeline is going to be a bit different, and something called Operation Hercules, mm -hmm. um, the invasion of Malta, is enacted. And despite Hitler preferring to invade Crete in this timeline, we're going to say that he had his cake and ate it too. So with the help of Spain, Italy and Germany, they send in paratroopers and they begin, inv begin an invasion. So after several months of bombardment from the Sp Spanish and the Italians uh, as, a, as a relative isolation, in late, 19 uh, late, late September 1941, Malta is invaded, as I said, with a joint effort. And this is a great victory to the Axis powers. They 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 win. Malta mm -hmm. falls. Um, it helps them secure supply lines. Rommel in the African campaign. Uh, Libya and Egypt are, are pretty much cut off, which gives a great pushing power to maintain the grasp on North Africa. Yeah. Now, Egypt is invaded, as I've said, and I'm going to say the stalemate is holding for now, but things are looking pretty bad. Like Pretty dicey. Yeah, it's it's not looking good right now. And, and again, this is much, much worse than the original timeline, I'd argue. Like, cr they're cracking under the strain a little bit here. Yeah. And the pressure of the Western Front is looking pretty bad. They're losing ground in the Med every day. <sighs> what does happen next does help somewhat. So in August 1941, Churchill calls for an emergency meeting with FDR, the President of the United States at the time, if you didn't know. Um, now, this is a real thing. This really took place. Uh, this really happened. Um, it was off the coast of Canada. He like he went across the Atlantic. Mm -hmm. Like how dangerous that was at the time. He went. He was like dodging U-boats. But the tone is set a little bit differently. I mean, the original conversation it, it's not too dissimilar. I think Churchill was pretty much, "Hey, do you, do you want to join a war?" Um, and funnily enough, America at the time said no. Um, <laughs> well, they they gave us weapons, didn't they? At first, yeah. They wouldn't, uh... 
So there's a lend. There was, yeah, there was the lend lend lease. Um, so I'm going to say, unfortunately, things don't happen much differently, despite Churchill basically warning FDR that if the Americans don't enter the war soon, Western Europe will fall to the mm -hmm. Axis powers. Like, I'm going to say that he might be lying a little bit, but I'm going to say he's, he's probably worrying. He's he's Britain's crippled. Yeah, he'd be laying um, it on thick, wouldn't he? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And we're not going to go into this, but the likes of Operation Sea Line, which was a, a an operation to invade Britain, I wouldn't be surprised if that was on the table at this mm -hmm. rate. But what we're going to say is. He unfortunately turns them down again. Oh, FDR, hun, why? Dickhead. What a what an arsehole. Imagine how much devastation could have been avoided if Americans... Well, Americans, that was harsh. If the American <laughs> president had joined the war effort earlier. I know. And with more force. And with more force. Because even when they did join, it wasn't exactly, here's everything we've got. No. They, well, they, they, well, I'm going to touch on that, but... Yeah, so... Uh, Rus Russian, African, the Med, and much of Eastern Europe is now under or partially under control of the Nazis, and he's not showing signs of slowing down yet. Now, this does obviously scare the living crap out of FDR. Public opinion is leaning towards war and, and America joining, but again, they don't—they're not having it. Um, in fact, a little little fact here: 62% of Americans suggested helping, despite the fact that they may pull them into a war at this point. But as we know, history is going to be on our side here. And in December 1941, Pearl Harbor is attacked, and the US go to war with Japan. Uh-oh. And Hitler responds with, uh, I'm going to go to war with you then. In his very camp German accent. It's more like Hans Gruber. It was a bit like Hans Gruber, wasn't it? As we start 1942, the US and Britain continue down a similar path, but with more accelerated plans. I'd probably say that with, with this whole thing happening and with America now joining the war... They're going to be kind of pulling their finger out to get to get get joined joined yeah. up at the hip yeah. here. So Operation Torch, a real thing. It was plans to invade Africa and retake Africa. Um, that all happens, but I'm going to say there's some modifications here. So Gibraltar is also included in these plans okay. to, in attempt to retake it uh, that they lost obviously previously, and they're going to throw more forces at Western Africa, like you just said there. They didn't throw everything they had at it. Yeah. They're going to include more there's troops and more men. Left, wasn't there? Oh yeah. So. In this case, Gibraltar is attempted to be taken back, uh, back control of the Med. Only in this timeline, they have obviously Spanish Morocco to contend with as well, uh, resistance fighters and the Spanish. So whilst this is all going on, there's civil unrest in Spain. With the war and promises being undelivered, uh, Spain are under significant strain now. Uh, they have troops trying to hold Spanish Morocco, Malta, Gibraltar. Uh, they're taking part in the Africa campaign. They've got a lot of men. On the Russian front, I didn't mention. I completely missed. Uh, they inv Germany invaded Russia in June 1941. I did indeed. Just uh, thought I'd slip that one in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not editing this entire podcast and going through it again. I don't care. So um, we all, yeah, we all know it happened. We all know it happened. But yeah, uh, so that, like in this timeline, I'm going to say that Spain con considerably offers a lot more in the way of um, forces for for the invasion of Russia this time okay. around. Because it's important to Hitler. Hitler would have probably asked, "Look, I I'm getting the blue division. Can I? Can you maybe throw a few more, you know, hombres my way?" Do you? <laughs> do you yeah, that's exactly what he said. Mm. Do you? Do you think it would have made a difference? No. Um, I'm going to touch on this later, I was but going no. To vehemently disagree. Good. Well, we can't have a debate about that now. No. Um, <laughs> with constant bombing raids and disruption to their supplies from the east, uh, we're now seeing the birth of the Spanish resistance, giving Franco issues at home along with everywhere else. So the war rages on. So what's happening elsewhere? 
The American and British for British forces make slow progress, but progress nonetheless. Mm -hmm. And by the time we get to 1942, um, we have another problem for the Axis and a big real-life historical turn. The Battle of Stalingrad. So, as, as you may or may not know, the Battle of Stalingrad was um, about 400,000 German troops dying. Um, it was a massive turning point for the war. Pretty fucked up. Yeah, it, um, it, it's really a, a big help. Um, even with the likes of the Blue Division, as we mentioned earlier, the timeline doesn't really change much. Um, an, an interesting thing about um, the invasion of Stalingrad is it is pretty much exclusively German troops. The likes of uh, all the supporting Axis powers, they were pretty much at the back, mm. as it were. Yeah. They were at the back just holding the lines. Um, as we all know, that doesn't work. The Sixth Army gets cut off. They get killed. Everyone dies in and freezes to death. Yeah, really sad. Um <laughs> But yeah, the outcome is essentially the same. So with America now joining the war, the Western Front and the Med losing German troops to the Russian Front, things start to run parallel to the real-world timeline. The Axis powers are fighting back on two fronts. Uh, fighting on two fronts, yeah. not fighting back on two fronts. Um, so during this time, the Allies begin to retake ground in Africa, and the Med, Gibraltar is still being held, just, but is under co almost constant siege, similar to that of Malta. Yeah. Um, and this is costing Franco a lot of resources he simply doesn't have anymore. Many of his troops have ended up hiding in tunnels cut into the rock itself for safety. So in October the 13th, 1943, we're skipping ahead a little bit here to the end of the year, Italy joins the Allies. So we've got a, a first kind of major turn of, well, second major turn of the war. Yeah. Italy has now joined the Allies. Malta is quickly returned, and I'm using air quotes here, uh, to the British within a few weeks later as the the Spanish are pushed out by the Italians in an almost entirely bloodless battle. Okay. Uh, at this point, many of the Germans stationed there are either gone to fight elsewhere, and the Spanish commanders are heavily outnumbered, having seen much point in fighting this battle. They, yeah. they see it as quite pointless. Um, this carries on until uh, the end of 1943, the start of 1944. The Axis powers continue to lose ground, slowly but surely, to the Allies, as they're working harder and harder on the Eastern Front. If it wasn't for the fact that the Americans joined earlier, I'd probably argue that this may have taken a bit longer and dragged the war on, but we're already seeing the tide turning uh, in favour of the Allies. Yeah. Now, I've got an interesting one for you here, and I, I must admit I've bounce this around in my head quite a lot so we all know about the normandy invasion yeah um the atlantic um defense wall now in the real timeline it ran up to the edge of france in this timeline it's going to run the entirety of spain obviously as well yeah i'm gonna i want to i want your thoughts on this sam do you think that would have changed with spain being involved do you think they might have invaded spain like alongside normandy with normandy do you think they'd have not bothered with it at all I really don't know. Um, it's a thinker, isn't it? It is a thinker. Well, I'll tell you what. Let, let's, let, me, let me go on. So we see a direct... I'm going to say that they did. I'm going to say that they invaded the city of Bilbao. Okay. We see a direct Spanish invasion of North, uh, northern Spain via the city of Bilbao. Yeah. The Allies meet mineral resistance at this point with Spain, uh, Spanish military exhausted and spread too thin to put up much of a fight. Atlantic sea defences are, are well prepared here and there are German troops posted, but not many. As as people may or may not know, Calais was being used as a bluff for the Normandy invasion. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting, actually. They they sent bombers to to confuse the radar. They sent bombers and dropped foil as the idea of kind oh. of it was it was a way of masking a large force. Yeah. So I, I thought it was quite interesting. They're going to do a similar thing here, and they're going to do it on Calais still. Okay. So the idea is to distract attention away. 
At this point, Hitler has all but abandoned Franco. Now to look, he's basically going to be looking after himself here. German troops uh, have now all but completely left Spain for other fronts. I suspect mostly the Russian one. Um, And help from the resistance, they find themselves cutting through Spain like a hot knife through butter. This is being done more as a message of a, look, at this point, I'm going to argue that Churchill actually doesn't want to necessarily take Spain. He wants Spain to just back off. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a big piece of land <clears throat> to have to occupy. To deal with, yeah. yeah, to deal with. So it's got a real benefit to it. He's just like, hey, hey guys, enough is enough. Italy have changed sides, why don't we call it a day, yeah? yeah. And it's safe to say at this point, Britain doesn't consider Spain to be a particular threat, um, but it's a toehold, um, it's closer to home, and Bilbao is a big port to them. So I'm going to say that this is what they do. You know, if if anyone listening has got a comment, I'd love to hear your thoughts. But I think it's quite interesting to consider this. Yeah. So there are still Spanish troops fighting alongside Germans, but it only slows things up a little. Pretty much everything else starts to play out exactly the same, except for some minor differences, obviously. Um, so an interesting fact um, with Normandy, and I'm going to say it happens at the same time. Hitler wasn't even awake when it happened. No. He was. Yeah, he was kipping. Um, tough job, isn't it? You've got to yeah, get your rest in when you can. Exactly, yeah. Invading Europe, it's yeah. a tough one. Napoleon Try, didn't do it on four hours a night. Trying to over the world. No. <laughs> but yeah, so... Um, <laughs> Rommel, Rommel as well, he was... Uh, interesting thing, his, 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 one of his you know, biggest generals, Rommel, he was, he was in Germany as well. He yeah. was, it was his wife's birthday. Wow. Yeah. It's interesting you mentioned Napoleon because there's lots of parallels with Napoleon's attempt to take Russia the same way in, in, that Hitler did. Yeah. And the sort of scorched earth campaign that Russia led to, mm. to fight them both off. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. They, they pretty much destroyed everything Hitler in a way. just didn't learn the lessons of the past, really. No. History repeating itself. And people not learning from it, exactly. which is what this podcast is yeah. all about. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm quite glad <laughs> they didn't learn from it. Yeah. Uh, so, right. So th- let's talk a bit about after- aftermath now. Okay. So we get we get into the tail end. So Franco is now dealing not only with allied troops on his doorstep, he's also dealing with essentially with another civil war um, or a resistance, if you will, mm-hmm. internally. So he's eventually captured by the resistance at the end of May 1945, and he is assassinated. The royal family is restored and takes order immediately, changing sides um, to the Allies. But that's more of a symbolic gesture, obviously, at this point. They're, they're in a shambles. They're in yeah. no fit state to fight. Not left to give. Uh, no. Um, yeah, their supplies and the supply lines have crumbled. Uh, many simply don't... Many simply just return home. Yeah. Um, Gibraltar has returned as a part of the peace deal, albeit with a lot of uh, back and forth, because I imagine that Spain would probably try and hold on to it. Yeah. I don't think they're in a position to negotiate. Hitler still kills himself in his bunker, maybe a few weeks later, but I'm going to still say it happens in okay. maybe May 45, yeah. as opposed to April. That's, that's it. The, the, the Axis powers still lose. It's safe to say that we do see probably heavier losses on, on both sides. Mm-hmm. Franco's removed from power, as we know, a lot quicker in, in real life. Franco was around until the 70s yeah. um, when he died. And his an exiled Juan Carlos I is given power. Now, unfortunately... Old Juan uh, is unfortunately only seven or eight years old at the time, so I'm guessing he'll have some sort of regent or someone who will yeah. take power for it. I, I didn't look into... The, I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you, I didn't do great research into the Spanish royal family no. for this episode. Um, but ultimately, though, yeah, we, can still, we can't escape the fact that Hitler simply wasn't a very good military leader. Um, he concentrated his efforts too much on, on, the, on the east, where he should have maybe actually been concentrating maybe on the west and the Mediterranean uh, instead of starting a war with Russia. Um, he committed so, so many troops. Uh, I, I did some rough maths. It was about 80%. 
uh, of his his army was dedicated to the Russian front in the end. It may have pretty much taken all of Western Europe without much issue if you know if the world would have been you know would have been a very different place if that would have happened. Yeah, Portugal could have easily been taken and invaded. I suspect as well. Um, they had quite a, they were quite a strategic outpost. Though. Mm-hmm. They were they were the most Western country yeah. um, in in Europe. And yeah, I, I think that's where we we probably would leave it. So what do you think, nothing, Sam? So nothing changed. Yeah, Spain. Yeah, Spain was underprepared, <laughs> um, under-resourced. They simply yeah. didn't weren't in the right place at the right time. Um, like especially after the Civil War. The, I mean, between you and me, and all two or three people listening. Yeah, maybe four. I'm, maybe four. Maybe five. Well, we can dream. We can dream. A man can dream. I mean, I, I ultimately don't think it would have ever gotten this far. I think they would have. They might have joined, but I think they would have done an Italy and probably the switch sides or just surrendered. Yeah, I think it, with the kind of war that Hitler is was driving, you you kind of have to buy into the ideology. Yeah. Otherwise, and he didn't. What are you fighting for? He never bought into the ideology, and and there's lots of other little things as well. Like Spain weren't a a, a war hardened people at this time. The last war they fought was in the twenties. Yeah. Like all their gear, all their tech was out of date. Like Germany had been building up arms pretty much since the end of the First World yeah. War. You know, it's not it's not something I think they would have done. But you know, I gave Spain a lot more credit because you know it's a podcast, um, and, and I want it to be entertaining. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's my thought on it anyway. I hope everyone enjoyed this anyway, the, the alternative history. It's something I wouldn't mind doing a little bit more of. But, you know, let me know what you think. Give me comments, send me messages. I, I'm going to probably go back to doing forgotten history. Um, I'm thinking of doing something on the Chagos Islands. Interesting. Uh, I've got an idea to do one for Henry Ford, who inspired the Nazis. Interesting. Nice, nice guy. Nice guy. Uh, yeah. I got a few I got a few ideas up my sleeve. Mm. But yeah, if you like the podcast, please like, comment, subscribe. I'll probably be I in fact I have I've set up a Patreon page. And if you really like it, feel free to donate or not. You know, I'm not I'm not your mother. And if you have any ideas, like please let me know. Like that's that's what I'm here for. Sam, what are your pluggables? Uh well, as per usual, my my YouTube channel, which is Sammy Shares TV. Pretty much what it says on the tin. Talking about TV, movies, lots of other bits and bobs, so check it out. Yeah. I, I enjoyed your recent video about horror movies, the worst Thank ones. You. Yes, there's a pretty lengthy series coming about. Which horror movies got the worst the fastest? It's Smash. a pretty long list. Well, if you're listening to this on YouTube, he, uh, Sam's going to be tagged, like the channel. Um, if you're listening to it on your podcast, it's at Sammy Shares TV. TV. Yeah, okay, cool. Everyone knows. Cool, well, you know, thanks very much for listening and I'll catch you around. Bye.